You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop! Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Neil, and this is game three of the Romantic Comedy Tournament and the final game of the tournament. We have three contestants left uh, who have survived so far, and we will get to them in one minute. Uh, But this has been fun. So uh, you've heard 30 questions so far. We're going to have one more set of 15 questions to decide uh, who the champion is of this mini tournament. Uh, Joining me once again is my girlfriend, Colleen. How are you? Good. And we've been here for three straight weeks. We haven't left, but it, it doesn't really feel like time is relative because of the quarantine. So That is very accurate. <laughs> uh, and we've been watching a lot of romantic comedies. We said My Best Friend's Wedding. We watched As Good As It Gets. Uh, and then last night we just watched Something's Gotta Give. Yeah. Yes. That was a good, that was a surprising good one. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Nancy Myers, uh, of course, famous for her wonderful kitchens in all of her movies. So very nice kitchen Diane Keaton had. Uh, in the Hamptons. Uh, but yeah, we have three uh, very accomplished uh, uh, contestants here uh, who had very high scores uh, from the the past two games, starting with Savannah Campbell from Lexington, Kentucky. She had 12 points in her first game. How are you, Savannah? Doing well, Neil. How are you? Doing well. Thank you for joining us again. You are today's wild card entry. Uh, so we're really excited to have you here for this final game. Uh, and Colleen, you had a question for everyone. Oh, yes. So your question this time, I was curious, if you were starring in a romantic comedy, who would you want to be your romantic love interest? Mm, I think John Krasinski, just I love his humor and his warmth. And I'm loving his some good news show he's doing on YouTube. It's great. Absolutely. Yeah, I love all the uh, reunion things he has on there, like Hamilton, and uh, he had the office reunion. And also the celebrity weather reports are very fun. Yeah. I know my <laughs> my students have been appreciating him. They used to watch um, CNN 10, but everything has been just about the coronavirus constantly. And I work in um, special ed, so that was just too overwhelming for them. So they switched to his um, positive news, which I know made all the difference for them. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he was in, he was the, the lead, not the lead, but one of the romantic interests in, was that something borrowed? Yes. Right? Or mm-hmm. he was the friend who didn't approve of... Um, of what was going on uh but yeah uh so yeah john krasinski great choice uh our next contestant was from game one uh coming to us from st louis and that is ron weaver how's it going ron it's going well how are you 
doing well. Uh, how are you feeling after uh, waiting two weeks for this final bout? <laughs> um, feeling great. Uh, it's amazing, you know, the change in the cultural landscape in that time. Um, everything's just totally back to normal now, and that's a good feeling. That's right. Uh, it is a very good feeling. And uh, how about you? Uh, who would you like to be your uh, love interest if you were in a film? You know, I don't know. And I, I'm reticent to answer because this is the type of thing that like my wife would then like rib me like forever <laughs> and ever and ever about anytime a person would pop up on screen or what have you. So I'm just going to go with a classic pairing um, with uh, a classic uh, Meg Ryan. All right. Yeah. Uh, one of the uh, romantic comedy queens, I guess, if there ever was one, uh, probably with uh, Julia Roberts, I'm sure. Um, awesome. Great choice. And uh, our final contestant uh, was the uh, victor in game two uh, coming to us from Pittsburgh. And that is Alexis Papalia. Uh, how are you, Alexis? I'm doing fantastic. How about you? <laughs> doing well. Uh, and how are you feeling? You just came off uh, the second game. It was uh, an exciting one where you only got one question wrong. So are you feeling pretty confident going into this final? Not in any way. I am very worried that we have already exercised all of my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, what about uh, you? What about the uh, the love interest question? Um, I think it would be Ryan Reynolds. Um, my husband and I kind of joke that the best romantic comedy is Deadpool. <laughs> um, and I just I think he's really charming. Or Cameron Diaz, who I've had a crush on since I was like five. <laughs> so Great answers. Great answers. Uh, well, yeah, thank you all for, for joining us for this final. Uh, for everyone listening, it's going to be the same format. It's going to be 15 questions. We have some extra tiebreaker ones in case it gets uh, pretty close at the end, but we'll see if we need those. Uh, but yeah, we're we're ready to go if, if all of you are. Ready. Let's do it. Let's go. All right, here we go. Uh, so this final game, uh, I tried to include some classic romantic comedy questions along with some other harder ones i suppose but i think all of you are going to get uh, many of these so let's see how how this goes question one in how to lose a guy in 10 days andy gives ben's member what less than masculine name locked in locked in all right what are you thinking ron oh boy um it's princess something stuck between two versions of like the same name um basically i'm gonna go with Princess Sophie. Okay. Uh, let's go to Savannah. I had to tap. I didn't know. Didn't know? Okay. And Alexis. I think it's Princess Sophia. Oh. And uh, Ron, you nearly were there. It is Princess yep. Sophia. Yep. That was the other one. So, yeah. Man, I can't believe you were right between both those. But, yep. Uh, Kate Hudson uh, trying to get rid of Matthew McConaughey. Yep. Called uh, his member Princess Sophia. Uh, okay. Um, great, great job on that guys though. Um, all right. Number two in one of my favorites in can't buy me love future McDreamy Patrick Dempsey is saving up his money to buy what item that he desperately wants, but ultimately uses the money to refurbish Amanda Peterson's jacket in exchange for a pretend relationship. Locked in. Locked in. What do you think? Savannah? Locked in. You're locked in. Uh, uh, let's start yeah. with you. I was just going based on his character type and the era of a new computer. Okay, new computer. Uh, let's go to Alexis. I just said a car. A car, all right. And Ron. Uh, it's uh, He's sort of an amateur astronomer. Uh, it's a telescope. It is a telescope. Uh, so Ron is on the board. Yep, he saves up his money for the telescope. Amanda Peterson spills uh, punch or liquor on her mom's leather jacket. 
and uh, he agrees to fix it if she will be his girlfriend. Okay. Uh, number three. Young actor Jonathan Lipnicki, despite giving a great performance in Jerry Maguire, will always be remembered for teaching us what very specific scientific factoid about the human body. Locked in. Locked in. So take your time, Savannah. All right, I'm locked in. All right, so let's start with Alexis. Um, I'm not sure exactly how specific you need me to be. The weight of the human head, do I need to be more specific than that? Uh, yeah, just a little bit more specific. Okay. Uh, see, now I'm not going to remember that. Um, the human head weighs nine pounds. Okay. Um, Ron, what do you think? I went with the human head weighs five pounds. All right. And Savannah? It's the weight of the human head, and I'm thinking maybe it's four pounds. I don't know. So you were all on the right track, but the famous line he says is, did you know the human head weighs eight pounds? I'm going to say that, and I second-guessed myself. (laughs) You guys were all there, though. You you knew what he was talking about. Uh, Okay. Um, So number four. In Crazy Stupid Love, Carl tries to woo Emily back by making what in her backyard that is ultimately destroyed due to petty infighting between characters. Locked in. Locked in. I uh, I have no idea. I'm gonna have to tap. All right, we got a tap from Ron. Uh, Savannah, what do you think? I feel like it. I feel like it's a dessert of some kind, like a cake, maybe. All right, got a cake from Savannah and Alexis. I think it's a like a gazebo, maybe. Okay. Got a gazebo. Um, all right. Unfortunately, no points on this one. Um, I thought this game was, was going to be a little bit easier, but uh, it is proving difficult. But uh, the answer is a mini golf course that all the guys destroy when they start fighting Kevin Bacon and uh, Ryan yeah, Gosling. pulls the windmill off the thing and goes yeah. to attack. <laughs> so you, so gazebo was kind of in the right area. You guys are very close to all these questions. You're just, just a little bit off. Uh, all right. Or as Bob Euchre would say, just a bit outside. All right. <laughs> Uh, All right, number five. So in the first two games, uh, I gave you an actor and an actress, and I was looking for their co-star slash love interest from the film. So we're going to do the same thing for the final version uh, here in this game, and we're talking about Sandra Bullock. So I'm going to give you uh, four films that star Sandra Bullock, and I just need you to name two of her her, uh, partners in crime. So the films are Forces of Nature, While You Were Sleeping, Miss Congeniality, and Two Weeks Notice. Locked in. Locked in. All right, so it's on run. Yeah, I know these movies. Um, one of them is that thing where it's like, which guy is that guy? Um, <laughs> do I have to... Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, for uh, While You Were Sleeping, uh, Bill Pullman, and uh, uh, I'm going to go with it, though. Hugh Grant. All right, uh, you're locked in. Savannah, what do you think? Uh, Hugh Grant and Benjamin Bratt. Okay, and Alexis? Um, I will say the one that nobody has said, uh, Ben Affleck, and then I'll also go with Hugh Grant because I just love two weeks' notice so much. All right, good. All right, yeah, that's points all across the board. So we have uh, Forces of Nature is Ben Affleck, While You Were Sleeping, Bill Pullman, Miss Congeniality, Benjamin Bratt, and two weeks' notice, Hugh Grant. Oh, right. What if one of us had said Peter Gallagher for while you were sleeping? You know, that... You could have. Which, yeah. I, that, that, I probably would have counted that. I know she doesn't end up with him, but I, she's married to him in that at one point, right? Or she's going to get married to him? No, she's, she's just, just in love she's with engaged. him. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. 
Um, okay, so after five questions, it's super tight, a lot harder than I thought. So uh, Savannah with one point, and Ron and Alexis tied at two. So very close. So Colleen will take over. Okay, number six. In the movie Enchanted, what is the name of Giselle's best chipmunk friend? No word on if the screenwriter was a fan of the Chicago Bulls. Locked in. Locked in. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have no idea. I'm just going to name a basketball player and say Barkley. Okay. Uh, let's go to Savannah. For some reason, I'm thinking Pippen, but I don't think he played for the Bulls now that I think about it. Okay. Uh, so Pippen and Alexis. I had literally the same exact thought process. I locked in with Pippen, and then I was like, wait a second. It wasn't even a bull, but that's my answer. So, yeah, Scottie Pippen, uh, famous uh, bull. But uh, unfortunately, uh, the answer is Pip, not Pippen. So, you were, again, you were very, very close. Um, you got the clue, but it was not uh, Pippin. It yeah. was Pip. Pip famously keeps trying to let her know what's going on. My friends and I used to quote Pip all the time. <laughs> yeah, because he can't talk at one point, right? No, but he keeps going, is good. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> With the apple. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right. Number seven. If one of your friends tries to explain a relationship using an analogy of creme brulee versus jello, and how creme brulee is beautiful, sweet, and irritatingly perfect, and Jello is comfortable. What 1997 film might they have memorized? I'll lock in. All right. So Alexis and Savannah locked in. What do you think, and run? Oof. I'm yeah. I'm tapping that one too. Tapping on I this one. All right. Uh, Savannah, what do you think? For some reason, I'm thinking my best friend's wedding. All righty, and Alexis. I was worried we weren't going to have any questions about it because you brought it up earlier, but it is my best friend's wedding. Yep, we got two points on that one. It is my best friend's wedding. I brought this up both times. Yeah. On both the shows, I realized. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, number eight. Speaking of weddings, in Muriel's wedding, the title character spends her time daydreaming to the music of what famous music act? Locked in. Locked in. On Alexis this time. You get, to, you get a chance to think it out. There had to be a couple that I'd never seen. Um, <laughs> this is one that I neglected to see. Um, so I'll just, I don't know, take a, a guess, I guess, and say queen. I don't know. That's my guess. All right. Uh, let's go to Ron. Uh, I, if I recall, it's ABBA. Okay. And Savannah. I would so watch a rom-com with queen as the soundtrack. Just want to say favorite band. But uh, ABBA. Is my answer. Yep, we got two points. It is ABBA. Yep. Uh, so Alexis, actually the same director, PJ Hogan, from My Best Friend's Wedding, his first movie was Muriel's Wedding. It's one, one of those actually... ones that fell through the cracks yep. for me. Yeah, I actually haven't seen it either. So it's one of those for me as well. <laughs> yep. Tony Collette. <laughs> All right. Number nine. What film features a self-described river rat named Rue, a town with signs posted that say boycott immorality and a tagline stating... One taste is all it takes. Locked in. I'll lock in, too. Yeah, this round's just killing me. Yeah, I, I drawn a blank. Drawn a blank. All right. Yeah, it is It is harder, but you guys, you guys are, are hanging in there. Um, so Ron taps. Savannah, what do you think? Maybe Mystic Pizza. Okay. And uh, Alexis. I really hope this is right, because I watched half of this movie this afternoon. I think it's Chocolat. Yeah, Alexis is correct, and it is Chocolat. Yep. Yeah. 
Sorry. Sorry, Mystic- I speak the worst French of any human on earth, probably. No, I, that sounded that sounded right. Uh, yeah, and and uh, Savannah, Mystic Pizza, very good guest there too. I didn't even think about that, but it. Uh, I'm sure the pizza's good. I mean, people keep eating it on that movie. So. I've actually had Mystic Pizza. Oh, have you? Yeah. Where? Where's that? Connecticut or? Yeah. Well, it's out. Yeah, it's out west. I'm trying or east. Sorry. I believe it's Connecticut. Yeah. When Reem lived near Rhode Island, we went and oh, nice. and had it. it young was good. Matt, Young Matt Damon in that one. All right, number 10. In the Cary Grant classic, Bringing Up Baby, what exactly is baby? Walked in. Walked in? Uh-oh. Uh, I know it's like, it's some kind of an animal or something like that. I want to say it's like a cougar. All right, got a cougar from Ron. Savannah? Tiger. All right, tiger from Savannah. And Alexis? I just said dog. I... As we learned in the last game, I clearly have not seen this movie. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, all of you, once again, uh, very close. You uh, honed in on the fact that it's an animal. It's not a, an actual baby, but it is a leopard. <sighs> leopard, yep. Uh, all right, so after 10 questions, um, very, very tight game. Uh, uh, Ron and Savannah tied at three, and Alexis with four. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. One particular argument, he ended up dislocating Ava's jaw. <gasps> Ava, she was such a tough cookie. Rather than cry or scream or anything like that, she... Or she, call the police. Or call the police, like she should have, exactly. <laughs> What does she do? She takes an ashtray and she knocks him over the head and knocks him unconscious. That's how she fought back. She didn't know what to do, so she called Louis B. Mayer. I think I've killed Howard Hughes. What do I do? Revisit a time when the pictures were still big and everyone was ready for their close-up. When you want Tyrone Power instead of Tom Hardy, Jennifer Jones instead of Jennifer Lawrence, or Robert Mitchum rather than Robert Pattinson, then From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The Nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, a lot harder than I thought. So, <laughs> uh, All right, but that's okay. You guys are the best, so that's why you're in the final. All right, number 11. In the film Serendipity... Uh, one of my favorites. What famous book is John Cusack feverishly looking for in order to get Kate Beckinsale's contact info? What's the title of that book? Locked in. Um, 
locked in, I guess. Uh, I'm just going to go a wild guess and say it was a tale of two cities. Okay. Savannah, what do you think? I was hoping you'd ask about this movie. It's another one of my favorites. Love in the Time of Cholera. All right. And Alexis. I literally watched this yesterday, but I was working and I didn't look at it. And I didn't look at the name of the book and I'm so mad at myself. I just locked in with Jane Eyre. All right. Well, uh, Savannah was right. It is Love in the Time of Cholera. She writes her phone number down. The page uh, flies away into the wind uh, at one point. Um, yes. Great movie. Uh Calliopeia? That's the only... Cassiopeia. Cassiopeia, yeah. Yeah, that's all I know. Uh, But I do love that one. Uh, Eugene Levy, great cameo with the cashmere gloves. Okay, uh, number 12. I think you guys will get this one. This actor makes a cameo as himself in Knocked Up and as a fictional character alongside Lindsay Lohan in a trailer being edited by John Krasinski, Cameron Diaz, and Catherine Hahn in The Holiday. So this actor is in both films. In one, he plays himself. In the other, he is in a trailer within the movie being edited by the team of John Krasinski, Cameron Diaz, and Catherine Hahn in The Holiday. Locked in. I'm going to tap. I haven't seen that since college. <laughs> All righty. We got a tap from Savannah. Uh, I was going to lock in so I didn't have to talk. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I'm going to go with uh, Bill Murray. Okay. That would be a very good cameo. Uh, And Alexis. I'm not certain on this one, but I'm going to say Steve Carell. All right. Uh, No points, unfortunately. Uh, If you remember in The Holiday, uh, it opens up with a fake trailer with Lindsay Lohan. She's a waitress uh, and someone is trying to uh, shoot her, I believe. But the customer she's waiting on, who is the co-star of that fake film, is James Franco, who also is being interviewed by Katherine Heigl when she finds out she's pregnant, I think, and knocked up. Right? Something like that? She, he's yeah. he's interview, being interviewed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, she keeps uh, leaving. It's the spider, uh, I think for Spider-Man, she's interviewing him and then she keeps like thinking she's going to throw up. That's right. Yeah. It's Spider-Man 3. I remember that part. <laughs> <There> <laughs> she's go. got that down. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, you want to take uh, 13? Sure. 13. What three creatures are most associated with these films? Annie Hall, Breakfast at Tiffany's, and along came Polly. Locked in. in. Oof. Just three types of animals? Yep, three separate animals, uh, one from each movie. So, yeah, Annie Hall, Breakfast at Tiffany's, and along came Polly. All right. So everyone else is locked in, right? Uh, I believe so. Annie Hall, that's a lobster. Breakfast at Tiffany's is a cat. Along came Polly, though. I can't remember. I'll just say dog. Okay. Uh, Savannah? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The cat from Breakfast at Tiffany's, lobster in Annie Hall, and dog for King Polly. All right. And Alexis? Uh, Lobster for Annie Hall, cat for Breakfast at Tiffany's, and in Along Came Polly, she has a ferret who I believe is blind. Ferret. And uh, that is correct. So a lobster in Annie Hall, a cat in Breakfast at Tiffany's, and ferret in Along Came Polly. Number 14, this 2018 film about a high schooler who struggles to come out to his family and friends while falling for an anonymous classmate online is based on a young adult novel and whose title can be classified as a valediction. Locked in. Locked in. Uh, yeah, I know the movie, but I can't, I can't remember the title at all, so I'm out. All right, Ron Taps. Uh, Savannah, what do you think? Love, Simon. 
All right. And Alexis. Love, Simon. Yep. And it is Love, Simon. All right. Uh, moving on to the final question of the game. Um, so the first two games, I asked a that movie where question. This is kind of similar. Um, but I'm going to ask you a, a question about Sleepless in Seattle. Uh, in the film Sleepless in Seattle, there are actually two films that are mentioned. The first movie, which Sleepless in Seattle is clearly influenced by, is described by Rita Wilson on the verge of tears and features Cary Grant and Deborah Kerr, or Carr. She can't remember. The second movie mentioned is when Tom Hanks has a blowout argument with his son about meeting Annie, a stranger. His son says that he wasn't allowed to see this movie, and Hanks replies that it scared the hell out of him and scared the hell out of every man in America. Name these two films. I'll lock in. I'll lock in. All right. What are you thinking, Alexis? Well, I'm thinking I'm not going to get this one right because I definitely don't know the first one. So I think it's going to be kind of pointless for me to kind of struggle through and think of the second one. Um, so I'm going to tap. All right. Alexis taps. Uh, Ron, what do you think? Um, okay, I know the first one is an affair to remember. And just based on the question, I'm going to guess that the second one is maybe like, I don't know. Fatal Attraction. <laughs> All right. And Savannah. An Affair to Remember and Fatal Attraction. Yep. Uh, those are the answers. So An Affair to Remember, uh, which also had a scene uh, at the top of the Empire State Building, uh, Reader Wilson was talking about. And uh, yeah, during their blowout argument, uh, he was talking about Fatal Attraction. So that is points to Savannah and Ron, uh, which actually gives us a tie between Alexis and Savannah with six and Ron with four. Right. Um, so I think what we'll do, I have enough for 20 questions. Um, the choices are we can either do, basically I'll give you one question until one of you gets it wrong. That's the winner. Or we can do all five uh, and continue on to 20. What do you think? I vote five, but that's just me because I like answering questions. <laughs> yeah, we can go on to 20. I like that. Okay. Are you okay with that, Ron? Oh, sure. All right. All right, cool. Well, am so, I still in? Yeah, I, yeah, why not? Uh, well, actually, that's a good point. Because I guess yeah. you, you could... Yeah, yeah why not? Let's pull it in, yeah. Cool. Okay. All right, so Colleen uh, is going to take uh, number 16 here. All right. So finish the Notting Hill quote. And so this is where I spend my days and years in this small village in the middle of the city in a house with the blank door. Locked in. And you're filling in the blank. I'll lock in. Oh, boy. All right. Um, just going to guess. I'm going to say creaky. All right. Creaky. Uh, Savannah, what do you think? I was thinking a color, and I'll say yellow door. All right. And Alexis? I think it's blue door. Yep. Alexis is correct, and you are right on the right track there. It is a color, and it is a blue door. Blue door is correct. Uh, all right, number 17 is going to be another fill-in-the-blank. Um, Colleen, do you want to be the first one, and I'll be the second part? Sure. Okay. It's Now, uh, this is from You've Got Mail, question 17. I love blank. You told me. They're so friendly. Don't you think they're the friendliest flower? Locked in. Locked in. Uh, don't know. All right, we got a tap from Ron. Uh, Savannah? 
I better get this if this is my favorite one, right? <laughs> Daisies. <laughs> All right. And Alexis. This is also my favorite, um, and it's the reason that I buy my grandmother daisies for Mother's Day every year. Yep, it is daisies. And I think they are the friendliest flower. <laughs> <laughs> Great job on that. Um, all right, uh, number 18. In the film Knocked Up, Seth Rogen and his buddies are working on a website of nude scenes from movies. Since Mr. Skin is already out in the marketplace, they have named their site what? Ron shaking his head. through this i'm realizing just how well i know some of these movies and that's probably a scary thing (laughs) i'll lock in all right i'll lock in all right uh what are you thinking alexis so this is one of those movies that i was like oh i've seen that enough times i don't need to rewatch that for this and uh i'm getting my butt kicked on all the questions about it (laughs) um flesh of the stars it's flesh of the stars Okay, uh, let's go to Ron. Okay, I locked in, but I did not know. Okay. But I was thinking the same thing she thought about how I thought I knew that better. <laughs> uh, and uh, Savannah? I was going to say senor skin. You know, they wanted to be fancy and be you Spanish, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, but yes, the uh, the answer was fleshofthestars.com. This movie always makes me laugh. I had a friend in college. She used to watch it all the time, and she had it as a status on Facebook. And a guy that she had a one-night stand with thought that she was coming out that she was pregnant (laughs) because she would, quote, knocked up all the time. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. Uh, We'll we'll have her remain nameless, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Um, Do you want to do number 19? Sure. Number 19. This former television star and now Marvel leading man and big screen franchise star portrayed Anne Hathaway's controlling fiance in Bride Wars. Locked in. Locked in. Uh, Just the only TV person I can think of who would fit any of the rest of that. I'm going to say Chris Pratt. All right. uh, Let's go to Savannah. I was thinking of Chris, but now I'm thinking the wrong one. Probably Chris Pine. All right. Got up Chris Pine and Alexis. It is Chris Pratt, and um, there's a reason I don't like him. Maybe it was this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is one of his only roles where he's a very unlikable character. It is Chris Pratt. He is a uh, he's a jerk in um, Take Me Home Tonight, where he met Anna Faris. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. He's like a, a frat boy jock guy. All right, uh, so this is the final question. Um, after 20 questions, we, we had 15, we had a tie, but we moved on to see if we could uh, separate the tie, which I, we might have, uh, but this is the last one. Uh, so in the film, The Wedding Planner, what is the meet cute that first introduces Jennifer Lopez to Matthew McConaughey? Locked in. Locked in. And it seems that, that it's fate, Ron, that it uh, yeah. it's going to be left on you <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it does seem that way. Um, I wish I had a good answer. But I don't. I have a hard time keeping JLo movies straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm out. All right. Ron is out. Uh, Savannah? He saves her from like the dumpster crashing into her. All right. Oh. And uh, Alexis? Yeah, he saves her from like certain death after the heel of her shoe gets stuck in a grate and she's going to get hit and crushed. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so yeah points to uh alexis and savannah on that one you both kind of filled in the full story um so jlo's shoe uh, gets stuck in a manhole cover 
and Matthew McConaughey pulls her out of the way of a speeding dumpster, and she thanks him before she faints. All right. Uh, so that was uh, a very hard episode, uh, but you you all three were the best, uh, and you did a wonderful job. Uh, so our final scores are Ron with five points, Savannah with eight, and Alexis with 11. So it was a very tight game. Great job, everyone, and congratulations to Alexis. Great awesome job. job. That was really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah, it got. Well, I know it got harder there. Um, so let's start with uh, with Ron first. Uh, any parting words? Um, any other films we should we should check out, or somewhere people can uh, find your art, possibly? You know, I just want to say I had a great time. This was super fun. Um, love to do something like it again. Um, and uh, I don't know. It sounds like I should come up with a list of movies I should watch. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> So uh, half the movies, more than half the movies in this round, I think that that'd be a good list for people to start with. Sounds good. And, and uh, I mean, yeah, if you want to check check some of my stuff out, I don't have any. I I'm on Instagram, but it's just like sort of my personal Instagram. But I pepper in a lot of art stuff in there. So if you just look up Ron Weaver on Instagram, uh, that'd be a, a good place to see any of that. Wonderful. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully everyone will uh, go check that out. Uh, we can see some of the art behind Ron. Uh, you can't see it, but we can, and it looks really cool. So definitely check that out. Thank you for joining us, Ron. Yeah, thank uh, you so much for having me. Of course. Uh, Savannah, thank you very much for joining us. You were our wild card uh, entry here, and you ended up in second place uh, for the final. Uh, any parting words from you? Thank you for having me. Uh, like I told you in my first game, I've been a fan of you all for about a year, and it's great to be on the show. Yeah, no, thank you so much uh, for sticking with us for a year and uh, and following us. Uh, you know, we're just happy that you haven't turned off the podcast app uh, at any point so far. So we're, we're, we're doing as good as we can. So thank you very much for supporting us and supporting the show and uh, taking the time out tonight. Thank you. Uh, and Alexis, our champion, um, I'm trying to think uh, what the prize is for today. Um I guess what's going to happen is, you know, you had your, uh, you had the game went really well the first time. And then this one, you know, there was that little moment where you thought, um, the game was getting away from you and there was going to be a breakup, but you came back at the end and, and everything is a, a happy ending. So, um, any parting words from you? Uh, thank you so much for having me. I think I'm going to go, um, shout out to my friend Lucy, who we always joke with romantic comedies. They're just like women eating cheesecake and talking about men so uh, i think i'm gonna go eat a piece of cheesecake in celebration uh this was so much fun i would totally do it again um love the show so happy to to be on and um hopefully nobody will check out my art because i write obituaries for a living so which is a surprisingly common romantic comedy um uh profession apparently yeah you are the jeremy yeah. piven from serendipity um, and also, um, in Rumor Has It, Jennifer Aniston's character writes obituaries for the New York Times. So. That's right. Um, yes. Yeah, so uh, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Um, and uh, go watch some fun movies, everybody, in quarantine. Yes. Uh, great advice there. Uh, thank you, Colleen. Oh, vote. Please vote. Everybody vote. <laughs> and vote. Oh, your shirt says vote. Yeah. Very important to vote. vote. <laughs> um, and Colleen, thank you for joining us today uh, as a co-host uh, while the other guys were uh, slacking on their romantic comedy knowledge. Um, what are your some of your favorites people should watch? You watch a lot of the, you know, we watch them together, but. Yeah. No, I am such a romantic comedy fan. I'm trying to think of some of my favorites. Um, in the first game, we mentioned Easy A, which is definitely one of my favorites, mm -hmm. as well as um, Trainwreck. Yeah. 
is a favorite. Um, I also love the classics, uh, 16 Candles. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. They're, well, we watch Love Actually on Holiday every Christmas. Every Christmas, um, yep. I actually didn't like Easy A the first time I saw it. And then I, I like it more and more every time I see it. Uh, my favorite scene is when uh, Stanley Tucci's uh, says to his son, you're adopted? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, that's my favorite scene. But, um, but yeah, uh, a lot of great movies out there. You have some time uh, to watch them now. Uh, if you get a chance, uh, delve a little bit further into the romantic comedy genre. Um, thank you very much to all of our patrons uh, for making this little tournament possible. If you'd like to join uh, people who support us on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast. Uh, and yeah, thank you very much to my co-hosts, Ken, Matt, and Jeff. Uh, today's co-host, Colleen. And uh, all our contestants, Alexis, Ron, Savannah, Paul, Asha, Becca, Kelsey, and uh, Andrew, we uh, very much appreciate uh, you coming on to be contestants for the show. My name is Neil, and that was Triviality. Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? (laughs) We've got The Cure, three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts, search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast.